Today's podcast is brought to you by drinkers like you. To help support the show, visit patreon.com slash haveadrinkshow. Disclaimer. This is going to be a whole lot of words we are going to mess up. I know this is usually a bit, but it's going to be a rough night to anyone who speaks Korean listening. Still, it's time to talk about soju. It's like sake, right? Not so much, it turns out. Apparently, it's more like rice whiskey than it is rice wine. And it's pretty clear we like whiskey. So pour some soju, maybe get some Korean barbecue, and join us as we have a drink. I'm Justin Frazier. And I'm Christopher Walker. Sorry, I was, I, was in the mood, I was in the mood and things weren't highlighted. Ah, okay then. Oh, what? <laughs> it's fine. No, what are you? Up here. Oh, whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, uh, how's everybody doing? We, uh... Doing pretty good, um... Gotta go out there and say we were a little late getting getting here and ready, but thank goodness pre-show uh, was covered for us by Ritual Misery over on their Twitch channel. So I guess now uh, you can catch pre-show post-show if you want to go check out the video over on their Twitch page. Yes. yes. Ritual oh, yeah. Misery podcast. Give him, give him a follow. Give him a sub. From the experts, you know. uh, we had never heard of Soju until they brought it up. Yeah. Yeah. And, and thus, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm seeing, I'm seeing one of them yeah, in our chat yes. and it's, uh, oh, oh, that's it's making me laugh. But yeah, we were actually out having a, we thought it was going to be a beautiful little family day. Oh, it's, it's fall. The leaves are at their peak. We go out, we have tickets to go to a farm with hay rides and all kinds of fun stuff and take the, take the little tyke out to play. And he's getting ready to turn two so we're already in the terrible twos and he is just like i want to do all the things that an I almost physically can't do yeah yet. <laughs> an almost two-year-old can't do so it's just literally him walking four steps and collapsing to the ground screaming just tantrum city <sighs> yeah yeah uh but it was otherwise it was otherwise fun uh he said hi to a goat as you do. Yeah, we're looking um, at the goats. We're like, oh, look at the goats. And he, he looks over in the fence and goes, hi. <laughs> I mean, that's what you do at a zoo. Yeah. yeah I mean, I say hi and I mean, wave to animals. So, yeah. yeah. Although he didn't give a crap about the rest of the animals. They had a the bunch of different stuff there. Pigs, he didn't care. The um, like, frat girls were walk. losing it because the pig oinked at them. <laughs> like, disgruntled. It wasn't like a cute oink. It was like walking. It was like, <laughs> did he Did he walk with the animals? Talk with the animals? 
No. no. He uh, couldn't have okay. begin. No, what, what? He got a concussion what, from a slide. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there was an echo of him hitting his head. But no, the what made his day, possibly his year, is the potentially we, we're we're not a hundred percent sure, but we're guessing fifty foot whatever um, pumpkin shaped uh, bouncy pad, like inflatable. Like, bouncy house minus the house part. It's like a 50-foot air mattress shaped yeah. like a pumpkin with, like, he, 20 kids jumping on it. He was so <laughs> pumped. <laughs> like it was his, that just, was, he would have been there all day. So, I'm, I'm just thinking, uh, like, when I think of, of Emmett in something like one of those, I'm just picturing putting him in one of those, uh, you know those things they put in lakes? Like, those big inflatable things they put in yeah, lakes? Yeah, it, it's one of those. Oh. Yeah, I'm picturing you putting Emmett on the top and then just someone, <laughs> probably me, <laughs> jumping down and hitting the other end to launch him into the air at a very unsafe height. And they, um, This place, they are that, professionals. That, I'm pretty sure they saw that coming, and they keep it so full of air, there's not enough vacant space to cause the displacement. And it's mostly <sighs> little kids. Like Nobody else is getting on there with them, necessarily. Yeah, we were the only parents who were like helicoptering bad enough to be on there with our child. Again, he's not uh, even two. When I got on there, there was a couple other people, but still, like just, it, he just, he had so much fun there. I'm just saying, if I was better trained, I would jump from a plane, parachute for most of the distance down, and then the last <laughs> so many feet, drop onto this bounty castle and launch children from a hut to an unsafe height. And at the same time, our Break son would back. like. Go flying up in the air and laugh his head off. <laughs> I was <laughs> say, and then break my back again, or yeah. fix it. Uh, we don't know. <laughs> hmm. I, mean, I mean, I don't think it would unbreak my back, which feels like that should be a. Uh, uh, who sang the song "Unbreak Tony My Heart"? Because I'm just like, un. Uh, thank you. Because I say, <laughs> unbreak my back. Uh, oh, the greatest hit CD. All right, but yeah, that was that was our day. Uh, what? Yeah, what have you been up to? Yeah. Uh, today, not a whole lot, but I just got back. I've actually had the week off, so I went and saw my family. It's close-ish to two of my nieces' birthdays. They're five years and one week apart. Uh, so <clears throat> I got them a gift. That's It was for them, and they're also their younger sister. And, uh, oh, yes, I am using, uh, uh, using one of the Alaskan glasses mm -hmm. for... Uh, for today uh, but no uh i got them a gift is sort of for the whole household uh, i got them a nintendo switch oh yeah. yes and uh i i never know what to expect especially because one of them's turning 18 mm. i'm just like here's a gift and i'm like well get prepared for for no one to enjoy this and then i hear all three of them squeal with glee <laughs> and i'm like did it <laughs> i won i won <laughs> I, I won, won birthday. I won birthday and being an uncle at the same time. Uh, this bottle is so dude. So I got it set one. up. I, I mean, I'm just saying, Chris, you could have gotten this size. Yeah, I should have got the like the full mellow yellow. Yeah. You should have gotten the mellow yellow. Um, but I had a. Uh, yeah, I I got them set up. I got them playing. I got them a couple, you know, some games for it as well because it'd be a real crap gift to give them just the switch <laughs> and no games. Yeah. Good luck. Uh, so I got, uh, 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 they spent most of the night playing, uh, Mario party together. Well, sure. 
which was kind of funny because I got up there and they had I got them extra controllers so they could all play. And there was an extra one there. I was like, yeah, so you play like this. You just set the number of players there. And they went three. And I'm holding a controller in my hand. And I go, Ouch. okay, three it is. I just put it down and walk off. Ouch. <laughs> Known as a combat bottle. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was. But I, I was still. I was. I was over the. Yeah, I was over the moon that they they enjoyed it and they they're going to be be playing it for a while. They've also got like Animal Crossing and uh, uh, the the Let's Go Pokemon game. So you not uh, the, the you decided the, not to like test staples. test their sibling love by getting them Mario Kart. <laughs> what the oldest was like? Did you get Mario Kart? And that was what I almost got them. Oh. And then I went, I was like, you know what, we'll do party instead, because I know it's a lot easier to get four people on that one. That's true. Uh, or Smash. <sighs> I don't see a lot of them being fighting game fans, so I wasn't certain if they'd enjoy Smash. Yeah. But Mario Kart. I still want to play that Paper Mario game, the new one. Oh, the yeah. Origami King or something. Origami mm -hmm. Emperor. They're all like five years apart, too. So they're like sitting on the couch together, just all playing. And I'm just like looking at it going, this is great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I had the Mario Kart discussion with Ian. He was asking, I was like, oh, we might get a Switch sometime later this year or next year. And he's like, oh, he's like, are you going to let you going to let Emmett win? I was like, no, he's got to he's got to earn those victories. <laughs> he's got to earn those you checkered can't, flags. You can't uh, you can't just hand them hand them victories. That's not how you learn how to. He's got to learn hatred first. He's got to learn what it feels like. To, to just be, constantly lose, or to be hit with that shell. <laughs> he's got to learn no, to drift. He's got to he's got to learn to get that shell, mm. and use it with ruthlessness. <laughs> and the banana peel. Um, yeah, I don't. God, I can't wait till we can actually do that, and he can comprehend how to how to work all that business. <sighs> yeah. So, uh, I think that that's about it. Other than that, it's just been. Avoiding political discussions with family and uh, and failing at it. But the, the national pastime right now. <laughs> uh, I'll say this without any context for it. After my mother talking to me about one, at something, she went, "Man, your head's gotten really red." And I went, "Yeah, it tends to do that before it explodes." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I had a discussion with my dad, and my beard just fell off. <laughs> it just fell off. That and it looks like someone shaved a raccoon in our bathroom. It's it, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I guess normally, once upon a time, we would talk about <laughs> yeah. news in a section like this. Uh, but but it's twenty twenty and things go backwards. <laughs> well, I just meant, you know, if you wanted to check out our news episode. You can catch it on its own stream. It's be a little bit differently timed, but we'll get it done. Mm -hmm. uh, and you can find about about you know new Italian counterfeiting. Always, so. uh, always Italian wine counterfeiting. This week in mm -hmm. alcohol heists. And, right. Um, <laughs> and the the legendary Ballast Point closing their hometown. Well, it's not their hometown because they're where no they started in Chicago, didn't they? I don't remember. Uh, they're closing the Chicago tap room. Uh, and, you know, we get a new, you know, speaking of this week in Wine Ice, we also have a this week in Aldi to look forward to. So Very true, yeah. Bit you catch all that on our on our news. It'll be in a, you know, 
We'll be up on our Twitch stream. It'll be up on uh, on its own separate stream. Get it wherever you want. Oh, yeah. It's G-A-B-F before anyone yeah. forgets. Uh, the Great American Beer Fest started yesterday, and they've already handed out the awards. So even yeah. though it's not in person, you can still go get a ticket and watch all these really cool uh, online streamed events from a lot of major, I, I'll I say, did, like, I, celebrities and insiders. kind of forgot it was... It was going on because now I'm like, man, I kind of want, want to buy a ticket so I can go watch stuff. Right, that's our BlizzCon. But they're right having now. a ton of panels and things this year since they can't. Oh, how do you how do you do the tasting panels? Like they're still hosting <laughs> tasting panels. It's like be sure to go out and get these extremely rare beers. <laughs> yeah. We need to get like super big, and then we're gonna start hosting <laughs> drunk con. That's that's quite the Patreon goal right there. Drink I'm just saying. Come on, we've already done it once. I mean, it, there's Drinktacular, which is like the meetup thing, but like I'm talking like, level. I'm talking like above that, where you have like, Sam like panels and Sam Calgione is hosting. Uh, maybe. maybe. Uh, every day, every day. <laughs> I mean, I, every day I know uh, uh, Jim Cook is hosting a, <laughs> a drink con. His own person. In his in his bedroom. All right, uh, so that's going to be news, and you can check that one out, and I believe we actually have a topic this week. Don't you lie to me. Been on that truck, seeking bastards to hide. Been on that truck, been on that truck, been on that truck. So my popsicle uh. broke off in my drink, and it either looks like a baby carrot is floating around in there, or an orange turd. I'm baby oh. carrots flowing in there is the name of my uh, Nirvana cover band. And um, you guys tell me, is that it a... looks like one of those giant <laughs> Cheeto? <laughs> I was say it looks like Cheetos. Mmm. Cheeto soju. <laughs> Yum. They have every other flavor. Oh, you know, I, I want to be repulsed, but at the same time, <laughs> I drink it. Of course you would. I so have, I have true. like no shame. We'll get especially to if there's, but there's especially if someone's watching me <laughs> there is um it's not a news story worthy so i didn't make it in our news episode but there is a uh buffalo wild wings buffalo sauce uh hazy ipa that some brewery is making that's supposed to seriously taste like sour buffalo sauce no <laughs> I All wish right, I was making that up. My, like anytime Buffalo Wild Wings anymore is just like we're gonna do this, and I'm like, no, just, it's not. Just net, stop, like it's, someone just like kind of like labeled it. It's that IP oh. theft. It's happening in craft beer. They Still. have they have nothing to do with it, but it's just a buffalo sauce flavored New England IPA. Yeah, no, just stop. <laughs> All right, well let's uh, let's talk about soju while the words are in a straight line. Uh, Won't be for long. Soju means burned liquor, uh, with the first syllable so, which means burn, referring to the heat of the dis of distillation, and the second syllable ju, referring to alcoholic drink. It's a much simpler huh. word for alcoholic drink. Yeah. Uh, 2008, soju was included in the Merriam-Webster Dictionary. Wait, it That's... wasn't in the dictionary until 2008. In the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, at least. Uh, they dated the word's appearance in the American lexicon at 1951. Ooh. I wonder what happened around 1951 that would have introduced soju into the American lexicon. Hmm. 
We didn't realize we were doing this episode, and I'd actually been watching a crap ton of stuff about Korean history this week. Like, and then it was like, oh, we're doing soju. I was like, I'm surprisingly up to date and ready for this. Okay. <laughs> well, in 2016, the word was included in the Oxford English Dictionary because way to go, Oxford. Recognizing other cultures at the same pace as the British Empire. <laughs> no, the, the British Empire recognized them and then tried to take them. Well, yeah, there we go. They, they try to absorb them and wipe them off. You know, the way, the way they did to everyone. Uh, <clears throat> Chinese Shaoju uh, is more commonly known as Baiju, and the Japanese Sochu, uh, with the altered second character, by the way, I am sorry to anyone who speaks Chinese or uh, any form of Chinese or uh, Japanese because I'm certain I said those wrong. Any other uh, language generally for us? We really need to pre-record a disclaimer on uh, eh, non-English-filled no, episodes. Sometimes we think we get close. Sometimes we are well aware we are wrong. Like maybe with uh, like <clears throat> Spanish. To <laughs> maybe. This, this sneaks up on you really fast. Yeah, it does. Uh, the the altered second character are the words of the same origin as soju. Uh, another name for soju is noju, or do liquor. The first letter, ro, like, uh, which is do, likening to the droplets of the collected alcohol from the distilling process. Some soju brands uh, include isil, the native Korean word for do, or ro, the Sino-Korean word for do, uh, it usually uh, <clears throat> uh, it is usually consumed neat, and its alcohol varies from about 16.8% to 53% alcohol by volume. That, that's death in a glass. <laughs> like if 53%, and if it's close to as smooth as this is, that's just death in a glass. It, at 53%, it could not be as close as, as yeah, this no, is. No. That's... That said, I've, I realize like I'm doing shots of basically wine at this point. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, no. Uh, Del Nojay says, it's a bit of a range. A little bit. That's not wrong. <laughs> Most soju brands are made in South Korea. I wonder why there's not a lot of production in North Korea. While so uh, soju is traditionally made from rice, wheat, or barley, modern producers often replace rice with other starches, such as potatoes or sweet potatoes, uh, <clears throat> which... Sure. Actually, I did see one that was made from sweet potatoes while I was looking for, for what I wanted, but it was it was a tiny and not very alcoholic, and I didn't think in the spirit of what I needed to do. It is, uh, we are coming into the holiday season. Sweet potatoes are appropriate. <laughs> well, let's, let's do a little history now, uh, other than just a broad overview of what soju is, because... Maybe you were like us a few years ago and had no earthly idea what we were talking about. Uh, uh, drink break. Uh, soju is one of the most consumed beverages in the world, especially South Korea. In 2017, Koreans drank 3.6 billion bottles. Wow. That's 86 bottles per adult in one year. Or two shots for every adult a day. That's amazing. That's not enough. Two shots a day of that? No, I could that 
that doesn't even get you out the door. <laughs> Yet soju was not always the most popular drink in Korea. Uh, the history of soju follows the history of Korea itself. Uh, during the Three Kingdoms period, uh, 57 BCE to uh, uh, 668 CE, there was a uh, drink called Mi Inuji, uh, Beauty of the Pearl. This liquor was fermented by... Uh, I, I was dreading this part. Uh, fermented by women chewing grain and spitting it out. So this is like, chicha. what was it, chicha? Yeah. So this was yeah. Like the Korean chicha. Gotcha. So... This so, method still survives in Peru. So we can look forward to seeing this in a dogfish head beer at some point. <laughs> I'm surprised it's not already one. I really am too. Well, there's not enough there's not enough female brewers. That's what Fact. the problem is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's also Japanese beverage made this way called that word. Kushikamezake. Kushikamezake? Sure. That seems Hey, it sounds right. Uh, the enzymes in the saliva worked as a fermentation starter uh, and as a way to release the sugars from the starch because rice does not have a way to naturally ferment. You gotta, you gotta do something to it, and that's usually why you have koji or sake. Rice, unlike other grains, you can't just leave it out in the rain and magic happens. Yeah, which I mean, how did they get to the point where they realized how it would work? Yeah, I don't know. Ancient Koreans also knew how to cultivate yeast. There are Japanese records of a person that a person named Susubori uh, from the southwestern Bakaji kingdom taught Japan, the Japanese how to make yeast and brew sake. In Seoul, there is the Sushibori Academy. Susubori, Susubori. I'm just going to keep making guesses. Uh, where you can learn how to make traditional Korean liquor in both Korean and English. Oh, good. Because there we go. Because Korean wouldn't work for me. <laughs> uh, nature <laughs> finds a way. Virtually every sure. culture figured it out on their own. Nature finds a way. Mm -hmm. uh, there are records that a um, Beikiji uh, king named Inus Inungsi Inugsen drank one of Susabori's brews and sang a song. Hmm. I mean, it doesn't take much drinking for me to sing a song, so, you know, <laughs> whatever. Uh, so, it's little Korean brewing basics. Uh, a base brew was made from rice and nuruk. Nuruk. When fermented, the liquors, uh, liquid separated into a uh, golden clear liquor known as Cheongju uh, or Yakuju. Uh, the nobles drank this. Yakuju medicinal liquor originally had medicinal herbs in it. Uh, these days, Cheongju and Yakuju are used interchangeably. The cloudy part of the, uh, the bottom was the Takju, reserved for commoners. The word, <laughs> the uh, right? Mac, uh, Macgiolni. That, <laughs> if it wasn't for that gay, I would go. Are we sure that's not Italian? <laughs> uh, comes from the Macgiolian, Giolian, no, ta, da, 
which meaning just filtered. I'm not so, going to try to say that again because yeah, I no, barely said it the first time. <laughs> so I want to say um, that the cloudy part that was reserved for the commoners would have also actually have been like a bigger kick in the ass and given you yeah. much worse of a hangover. Yes. Mm. It would most likely also, you know, it would have more of the toxins. <laughs> Today's Takuju uh, has been watered down to make it easier to drink. Uh, alcohol making has become an art as central and as diverse as kimchi. Uh, they say that there are over 200 kinds of kimchi. Well, by the 19th century, there were over 170 known types of Korean alcohol. What? It's known types. Not, so, not just uh, the ones made down in your grandfather's... You know, so bathtub. we could just start a whole separate podcast on <laughs> Korean alcohols. Apparently, so we've just learned. We just we need to do I, more episodes on like Asian alcohols. I was thinking, yeah, you know, I, I had said that as I'm going, th- you know, this morning when I was going through trying to find something for for today, and I also am, also thought, where are the Indian liquors? So those would be extremely hard for us to get a hold of. Maybe some Jungle Gems. Oh, yeah, gems. no. Because Jungle Gems, as I learned, uh, they don't actually procure a lot of their things legally. Oh. They just send people to parts of the world and go, hey, go buy crates of stuff and send it back. <laughs> and then they put it on their shelves and sell it. Well, there are apparently a lot of distilled drinks in India, but... Well, that's that's for a different day. That's just you me guys are doing seeing a quick... light bulbs light up. This is how <laughs> we're like, oh, future wait. episodes. This is how episodes get planned. Um, anyway, let's. Uh, uh, larger clans, by the way, made their own uh, made their own liquors for cer- sacrificial ceremonies. Uh, so let's talk about <clears throat> the birth of Eastern distillation. Right, now this is where we start getting to the good the good stuff that me and you were both very interested in. Yes, so the rest of you can uh, start doing shots now. Every time uh, me and Chris start interrupting each other and we start talking about uh, Every time uh, a, other... Well, actually... <laughs> no. Or if you hear us uh, uh, geek out over Mongols, do a shot. Uh, history of Soju uh, will start sort of near the end of the Goryeo, Goryeo dynasty, uh, between 19, uh, sorry, 918 and 1392. Kind of a long uh, dynasty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I wonder if they have like the same system that the Chinese had where like they didn't write down any of their history until the dynasty was over. Possibly. Huh. And you're like, yeah, and you're like, well, why would you do it like that? <laughs> we got it all up here. You've been dead for centuries. <laughs> Uh, the Mongols had taken over much of Asia, the Middle East, parts of Eastern Europe, and anywhere else they could find. Most of the known They were world. good at it. <laughs> yeah. They, you know, they were good at it. The only reason they would stop is because a Khan would die. Because no one could stop them. By the way, this is the time you would take your shot. <laughs> I, I, by the way, I love the next, fir- next phrase here. The Pax Mongolia. <laughs> Because uh, if you're familiar with the, the, the peace of Rome, the Pax Romana, this is the Pax Mongolia, where they had a similar method where they killed everyone and called it peace. I mean, 
that's just how it was done. Uh, anyway, the Pax Mongolia brought distillation techniques from modern-day Syria to, mo- uh, to modern Korea. So basically from, from where Syria is to, to the Korean peninsula. Yeah. Uh, the royal city of uh, Gaesong, this was uh, and is still known as Arakuju, uh, named after the Arabic Arak liquor. Distilled soju also came to be uh, came to be in the more southern city of Andong. This was this is because the Mongols used Andong as their base of operations for their failed campaigns into Japan. If you've played Ghost of Tsushima, you keep playing the whole time, wondering, "Look, guys, this is gonna peter out in like days. <laughs> the wind will take them. It's gonna be fine." By the way, drink. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> uh, outside Andong, soju became associated with northern Koreans. Uh, young nobles uh, from the north would come down south to prepare the capital, uh, to the capital to prepare for their meritocracy exams. Uh, <clears throat> one thing that could be said about, uh, about a lot of the system is like they were bureaucratic, but they were at least, hey, can you can you do the work? Welcome to the club. Yeah. <laughs> uh, many of these northerners uh, congregated in modern-day Seoul neighborhood of Gondyok. Their wives made distilled soju and sold it for profit. This is the <clears throat> that was one way soju entered Seoul society. So that's another way. So it seemed to be global around this time period that uh, the production of alcohol was mainly something that women did. Hmm. <laughs> like distillation yeah. and brewing was mainly like woman's work and now we see it like we're struggling to see women retake it yeah and that's it's a shame <clears throat> but it's also just kind of like the the i guess it was it was woman's work because most of the men were off fighting or doing something else and off i guess they associated time. it with yes they associated it with like Oh, that's like cooking, right? You you did some weird magic stuff and you made things I consume. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, that's about right. That's, I'm just trying to get in the mind of a, yeah. you know, 12th century <laughs> Korean man. Right. That's like you do. <laughs> uh, during the Japanese colonial period, <clears throat> uh, between 1905 and 1945, the Japanese cracked down hard on Korean alcohol producers through taxes and other means. Uh, almost exterminating the industry and some other things. <laughs> oh, God. I'm just saying, uh, there's also some... Also take a drink for historical understatements. Yeah. I said, there's, <laughs> some, there's some more crimes we could talk about, but let's move on. Was it a major prohibition thing and they just misunderstood the Nazis when they said Jew? <laughs> All right. No. And we I don't on. think it was. <laughs> we need to move on. Uh... Korean liquor ma- uh, makers converted uh, into making hybrid. Oh, I thought I was done with this word. Makioli sake pr- uh, product using Japanese koji mold instead of Korean nyorok. Hey, uh, oh, Japanese see? koji mold is like the only thing I've understood for a while that wasn't a direct historical <laughs> reference. By the way, uh, Del Noche, sad. sad trombone, and I'm oh. assuming that's from back in the. Yeah, they were wiping out all kinds of things. Yeah. All right. 
the history yeah. of modern uh, diluted soju, the green bottle stuff. <laughs> it's, uh, it's pretty much what we're drinking. Uh, well, we this usually... is... hmm? And very big. <laughs> we usually classify soju into traditional distilled soju and commercial diluted soju. Traditionally, soju was fermented from rice and nuruk and then distilled into a high-octane spirit. I'm not going to lie. I like like the sound of that. (laughs) The diluted kind is what you usually see in the green bottles. The original liquor is uh, in diluted soju. comes from wheat. Uh, Tapacoa? Tapioca. 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 Oh, my God. I'm not that drunk. I'm not going to. That's your biogas. Yeah, that's my biogas. <laughs> so, no, I mean, okay. they're normal words. You're just like, I just, I just blacked out. Yeah, so no, that makes other things make sense. Like a lot of the cocktails are um, dairy-based. Oh, yeah, yeah. And what we you're mixing. Some, like, yeah. y- yogurt so ones. seeing tapioca, that completely makes it make more sense. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So I, I was always like, why the hell would you be mixing yogurt into <laughs> cocktails? I was like, all right, I guess it's just Korea. But no, this, all right. Uh, but barley I mean, I was going to... I was kind of wanting to mix some some yogurt in here, but I don't have any. I was like, hmm. yeah, all right. But yeah, diluted soju comes from wheat, tapioca, barley, sweet potato, or potatoes. Whatever base starch is cheapest. Hmm. Huh. Like where your head's at there. Corporate <laughs> diluted soju makers uh, create a liquor that is at least 95% ethanol. It's then diluted the way, with sweeteners and additives. By the way, you're right. Just putting Sprite in there makes this a much more dangerous drink. Right? Holy crap. Silent killer. Like, there's no grape drink to this. You just, uh, no, you don't need to add anything else. Just some Sprite and you're ready. (laughs) South Korean government established the grain management law in 1965, which was how diluted soju came about. At the time... Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. I was just... We're going to get into it, but, like, (laughs) just the idea that it's like... Look, guys, we need grain for other things. You're going to have to make do. Some uh, some of these dates, uh, we're not mentioning <laughs> historical things that are going on in the background. We're just mentioning what's happening on this side of things. You're going, oh, yeah, that's why. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at the time, rice production couldn't keep up with demand. Making liquor from rice uh, become a frivolous uh, decadence to a government focused on building South Korea into a modern economy. Companies created diluted soju as an easier, cheaper alternative. Soju suddenly became super cheap. Mm, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's what happens when it becomes easier to make. All right. Uh, Your turn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> with, with an actual word that we're all like, I don't know, good luck. Uh, Makgoli at the time, wasn't that good, especially the stuff made from wheat and caustic chemicals because of the rice restrictions. The new diluted soju boasted lower alcohol than traditional diluted soju. Thus, one could continue to drink into the evening without getting sick as quickly. Suddenly, it dominated the market. Hmm. Mockily, apparently, is, that, is what Google says it's supposed to be called. Oh. Mockily. Broccoli with an like M. broccoli with an M. <laughs> that's what it says. That's what but... we're going with. That sounds fine. Yeah. <laughs> but then again, this is this is Google guessing. Well, yeah. that, can, can we cue up the music? I want queued up. I know we can't. I just want to hear dun, 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 the the soju oh, yeah. wars. Oh, yes. And the dates even almost 
Right. <laughs> the Soju Wars in 1973. A new system was implemented restricting nationwide production. This created regional producers like uh, Camasul in Seoul. Oh, okay. That's what we're drinking from. Uh, Cheongpyong in North uh, Cheong. Uh, yeah, something province. Cheong. Cheong. <laughs> yeah. Charm. I know that's not how it's going to be, but that's just what we're saying. Yeah. In North. Oh, God. Gyeongsang. Gyeongsang province. Question mark. Good day. Good day in South Gyeongsang province. Halinsan in. Oh, God. Do we need to list every one of them? Ken and Amos are just, like, just laughing. Yeah. I'm sure they are. Uh, Jeju. Sure. Yeah, Jeju Island. Uh, Leif Seju in South Jela province. Oh my, there's so many. I'm okay, not going to keep just, naming just go these. To the next every, yeah. The government eased are this rule. <laughs> the government eased this rule in 1981, <laughs> letting producers sell their wares over wider areas and sparking a soju war. In 1996, the government eliminated all restrictions. This made it possible for producers to create more variety of products and believe me they did. <laughs> usually easing up on the alcohol content and making softer soju brands. Longtime green bottle soju fans have noted that the alcohol content of soju has gone from 30% all the way down uh, into the teens over the decades. After a couple of generations uh, were imprinted with the taste of green bottle diluted soju, there was no going back. So I, I don't know. Yeah. Is this like the, I don't know, is this the new trilogy kind of thing? The new soju wars. A new round of Soju Wars rumbled around 2007. For the first time ever, Soju was losing ground in South Korea to foreign imports, mainly beer and wine. The Soju producers realized that they had been neglecting a major demographic, women. They you know, I feel like that's a, that's a big problem across the board. <laughs> yeah. In the, in the world, generally, history. It's like, uh, day, brief every... aside, uh, we're looking at the American craft beer movement seeing this right now. It's like over the last year or two, they're like, oh, crap. <laughs> and especially, it's not to say women, it's just there's a completely new market. Non-white bearded dudes. Yeah, there's a completely new market with the hard seltzers. And it's not to say I mean, women, but it's it, like a lot of Underappreciated people. women. That's also a drink. <laughs> yep, drink. No joke. All right. Uh, they developed lower alcohol sweetener or sweeter and even lower calorie soju to attract women. In 2015, <laughs> they cracked the code: fruit flavored soju, which is all you can effing find on the shelves now. I, I swear think... to God, it's all like there's only there were like two bottles of non-fruit flavored soju, and every cocktail we looked up was basically take your fruit of choice, some Sprite, and mix it with soju. There's your cocktail. Yeah. Yeah, and also I, <laughs> I, I do laugh though that they're they're playing like how do we appeal to women? Well, <laughs> and I've seen this same recipe happen in American, you know, alcohol companies. Hmm. Let's cut down the alcohol. What if we made it sweeter? Let's make low calorie. <sighs> low calorie and fruit. Chocolate full of fruit. So what did we end up with? So I will say this is a Korea very much superior to us in this uh, in this sense is yeah they gave us they they have fruit flavored soju soju is delicious and it's amazing what did we come up with here in the states white claw 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this easy drinking, low alcohol beverage became a hit with women and young adults. What in the States became a hit with women and young adults? Wine coolers. <laughs> well. Yeah, back in the 90s. <laughs> Uh, yet it is a far cry from what one would call soju a century ago. Around the time of 1986, Asia Games and the 1988 Seoul Olympics, if anyone remembers that disaster, uh, the Korean government realized the value of traditional soju like that from Endong. I don't know why, but I say Endong, and I'm just thinking of Arrested Development and Onyong. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Uh, a slow underground revival of traditional soul uh, started from that time. Traditional distilled craft soju has been making a comeback as South Korea's pockets have gotten fatter and their tastes have become more refined. Attitudes, welcome, welcome to your bourbon boom. Yeah. Attitudes towards alcohol in the past decade have turned from drinking for inebriation to drinking for taste. Revivals. Welcome to your bourbon boom. <laughs> Revivals and innovations are returning Korea to a land where over 170 types of liquor can be enjoyed again. I don't have to say it again, do I? You know <laughs> what I'm thinking. The liquor licensing laws in the states of California and New York specifically exempt the sale of soju from regulation relating to the sale of other distilled spirits, allowing businesses with a beer wine license to sell it without requiring the more expensive license required for other distilled spirits. So just so you know, apparently in California and New York, you can probably just make soju. It's easier to get there, at least. Uh, the only stipulation is that soju must be clearly labeled as such and contain less than 25% alcohol, well, then it's not the good stuff. Uh, this has led to the appearance in the United States of many soju-based equivalents of traditional Western mixed drinks, normally based on vodka or similar spirits, such as the soju martini, the soju cosmopolitan. Hmm. Well, yeah, which uh, would have been good a couple of weeks ago over on the pre-show, the the yeah. happy hour with Ritual Misery. I would rather do soju than vodka. I don't you know all what, are doing I'm just... Cosmo. Not no, about vodka. I will go ahead and say this. I might go stock up on soju, and anything that calls for vodka is getting soju instead. Moving totally. forward. Yeah. Uh, another consequence is that manufacturers of similar distilled spirits from other parts of Asia, such as, such as Japanese sochu, have begun to relabel their products as soju for sale in those regions. Ooh, you know what? That's That's interesting to me because I feel like... In Europe, there's a very strong tendency for, like, strict regulation for the appellation of, you know, of your drinks, you know, oh, your champagne yeah. regions, your yeah. your Proseccos, your, your you know, scotches. But there isn't for soju I don't know. Japan yeah, I was going to say, is... I don't think there is necessarily in... I bet that's something that we see in the near future. Uh, yeah, they could move. They could press forward and try and get an appellation of soju so that it has to be made in Korea on the Trapp Korean peninsula. Trappist beer. Yeah. Ooh. You know, well, <laughs> sorry. I'm just wondering. I was like, man, Trappist soju. Well, no, you can't. It wouldn't be for the Trappist monks, but it's, so it's, it's a Trappist can't be an appellation because that is uh, putting it to a geographical area. And there are Trappist monasteries outside. Hmm. 
of Belgium. It's, like it's such a large, like they're all over the world. So it's because we it's do true. have them in North America, and there is one. There are Trappist beers, official Trappist beers, being produced in North America. Yeah, it, it's not. It's not exactly the same, but it does. Yeah, it's it's the same spirit behind it. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of a bedumps. Uh, how it's made, while ingredients for the final product may vary, the process of making soju remains generally similar. The traditional method of making soju has been passed through generations. Ever since old times, uh, the process has been done by women, but there are also male masters who take extra care from the initial stages until it's ready to be bottled. At least they don't chew on it. <laughs> soju is traditionally made by distilling alcohol from fermented grains. That's that's just how all alcohol comes about. Right. Uh, the rice wine is the rice wine for distilled soju is usually fermented for about 15 days. By the way, rice, rice wine. <laughs> I knew it was coming. So is that is it? That's like a lagering process almost for it. Yeah, that's about like half the time. Was that about half the time it would take to make a beer? Yeah. Uh, the distillation process involves boiling the filtered mature rice wine in a sot or cauldron topped with. <laughs> Sorry, Bob I just saw Bob drink. saying drink. Not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> topped with soju gori, a two story distilling appliance with a pipe. So I want to see this. A soju gori. Uh, you can try and find a picture, but that sounds like it's going to be a column still, pretty much two-story distilling appliance with a pipe that just sounds like a column still uh in the 19 oh sorry uh, did she you started looking for images didn't you yep, yeah, yeah she did. i did <laughs> in the 1920s uh, over 3200 soju breweries existed throughout the korean peninsula in the 20s man a few things have happened since then that may uh yeah. may take down that number you know, since uh, you 1920. Know, well, you never know. So I, I sent you an image in our in our group text. Uh, oh, I, I think this might might be what they're talking about. Uh, and it's it yeah, it's it looks it's more shapely than a column. Still, it's like oh, a, it a it's like an hourglass kind of thing with a yeah spigot. So okay, that makes a lot more sense uh, considering this. So it's, an, but one of those it's two stories. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it just got me excited. <laughs> Clearly. All right. Well. I get anybody excited. <laughs> mm. Soju versus sake. So though both are rice fermented spirits, there are some interesting but profound differences between soju and sake. Sake is brewed as a rice wine whereas soju is distilled, essentially making it rice whiskey. This clear liquor, typically 20 to 24% alcohol by volume, tastes a little bit like a sweeter vodka, though um, with about half the alcohol content. It's generally described as buttery or malty in flavor. While mainly distilled from rice, some of the world's top-selling brands of soju are made from wheat, sweet potatoes, and tapioca. That is... Accurate on that description of uh, compared so, to vodka. Soju, soju pudding. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> See, but if you tried yeah. to use it and actually make, like, there would be a separation. Getting it to stay mixed, I feel like it's going to be an issue. 
Yeah, probably. Uh, it's it's leave that for for molecular gastronomists. <laughs> we are not there. Uh, so we need a good binding agent to bring it all together. Someone, someone get on. And <laughs> one soju to rule them all. All right. So a uh, quote here. They have a word in Korea that uh, we don't have. Said Bran Hill, a distiller at Van Brunt Still House in Brooklyn. Anju? Question mark. Uh, which mm-hmm. means food that is specifically made to be consumed with alcohol. We totally. I was talking a little bit about this. Word. Yeah, I was talking a little bit about this earlier. Is like, it's like, man, I want that to be a thing we have here. Right. So we have the whole idea of Epicurean. It's kind of like the oh, whole. That's true. That well, it's not fully because it, Epicurean just means you know it's it's not specifically with alcohol. But we have like a brewery here in Cincinnati that has taken, they've latched onto the term Epicurean and have associated it with that and their beers. Hmm. So they make beers that are specifically meant to be enjoyed with certain kinds of food, and it changes the ball game when hmm. you do it. All right. Well, I mean, it, it's <clears throat> in fairness, that's a Greek word. We didn't make that fact. Hmm. Well, we don't make okay. we, we don't make any uh, words really. Yeah. We just uh, bastardize them and beat them. Well, we camera. make some we make some words. We make them work it how just, we want them to. Any you know words invented in the last you know, <laughs> two hundred years. Oh, okay, so in the chat we made wop. <laughs> yeah. Waffles and pancakes. Uh, or what did Tom? Call it wireless access protocol. Yeah, yeah. wireless access. Mm, there um, you go. Yeah. So uh, soju is always shared as a communal drink. You never pour your own drink of soju. When shared, the ol- the older members of the group will pour a chilled shot glass full of soju and hand it to a younger member, which must be received with both hands. Because they feel that thing overflowing to the brim because there's like, nah, you drink. <laughs> You're then supposed to turn oh your head God. to the side so you don't make eye contact with anyone else in the group and shoot it. I mean, that's just that's just generally how I behave. <laughs> Bob's like, that's my <laughs> method for living. I like the um, idea of this, and it makes me want to get a quatch even more mm. for the the Scotch quatch. And there's all kinds of weird rhyming in that, but it's the uh, the old way you drank uh, liquor in Scotland. And this would be like the old tribes, and it's just. Uh, it's a bowl and you just fill this little handled bowl with liquor and then everyone takes a drink like you just pass it around it's like a peace ceremony thing it's like no everyone's just getting drunk drinking from the same vessel i mean you can't do that now but you drink like fraggles (laughs) and you pass it on wow Uh, i mean it's scotland it's got a high enough alcohol content it'll kill any (laughs) anything that comes in contact with it Drink like Fraggles feels like that should be a thing. I, I need to. I'm not sure what it is. Drink your cares away. <laughs> <laughs> Worries for another day. Wow. <laughs> oh, you can tell. We. This is what happens when we start drinking stuff like this in the beginning. Down in Fraggle Rock. We still have to do the news episode. <laughs> Drunk uh, in Fraggle Rock. <laughs> <laughs> so. The best way to enjoy soju is to go full-on traditionalist and sip the spirit surrounded by friends while being served Korean barbecue and beer. I That sounds wonderful. Korean barbecue is the best, the best, <gasps> the gift to the world. 
can we can ah sorry i was like man when next time we see kent and amos we need to go for korean barbecue we need to get soju and we need to not look at each other while we pass each other drinks. That'll go well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's way more to the national drink of South Korea than rice and ice. It's truly a drink made to be enjoyed with friends. So, modern soju. No Korean soju is the same. The three green boxes uh, around... Oh, I have the words now. Uh, ah! Sipguse? I, I can't imagine that's right. I can't imagine it is either. Uh, Neither's Andong, but that's how we've been yeah. saying it. So those three, and then uh, signify pure diluted soju. <laughs> <laughs> those all three, when we only said two. <laughs> yeah, there are three there. Just, uh, you'll know. Uh, all diluted soju brands in Korea are colorless, but not odorless. The texture of soju is similar to that of a strong wine when tested in crystal uh, Rydell? Rydell? I don't know. How, I don't know. Rydell. Uh, the glasses at room temperature, but all are indistinguishable gear? to the eye. So I want to say the texture of soju when it goes over my tongue is not unlike the texture of NyQuil, which I was very <laughs> acquainted with over the last few weeks. It's viscous. Well, let's let's yeah. put that out on Front Street. Uh, soju is pretty viscous. Sorry, I just saw the word. But that's that's why here. I'm thinking it's going to have some serious issues. That I think that's why Sprite is the main mixer for it. Yeah. Because it's carbonated and that lemon lime, like the carbonation helps that just like lift it and mix pretty well. Mm -hmm. But yeah, orange else... juice was <laughs> orange juice was interesting, but it did not mix super well. Sprite is like, yeah, like putting it right in together. Keeping it's that in mind, chocolate and peanut butter situation. Yeah, keeping that in mind though. You could probably use it to float stuff on top of it for cool visuals pretty easily. You've now challenged him. <laughs> I I have I have science experiments I wanna do. I need some grenadine. Oh yeah. There was a there was a recipe that was mentioning like doing tequila sunrises, and this might make it easier depending on which one's heavier. Yeah. That's a good point. yeah. So a soju sunrise. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. I'm out of that, soju, that was... but <sighs> That, that little bottle didn't last. It was actually a small bottle, though. You uh, get a giant, you get a giant mellow yellow bottle. I mean, this is like what, a gallon? <laughs> it's a liter. I mean, yeah, it's probably about about a liter or more. I don't know. It doesn't say. It just half. says, "Don't drink all of me." <laughs> Amos says, "Uh, soju sunrise." That was every weekend in, in, in night in Korea. <laughs> Yeah. I literally just told like I forgot this was our episode this week, and I just told uh, uh, I was just talking to my parents about like yeah apparently a lot of drinking goes on in in Korea when you're if you're stationed over there. Oh. I've met some people that uh, <laughs> that 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 confirmed that fact to me. They're like, how did you know them? That's not important. Let's <laughs> let's focus on what is important. Oh dear. Well, okay. So uh, we're are we saying Gino Sunrise? Ooh, that sounds uh, good, Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's what I got here. Okay, that's what we, yeah. Jinro uh, Gold. Now he's Jinro got the gold. gold. The first impression given by the classic Korean spirit is not so pungent, but don't let first impressions fool you. The spirit quickly overpowers you with a whopping punch of alcohol, 25%, and the aftertaste makes you reach for a chaser. <laughs> a little bit. It's, it's not... It depends on what you're used to. Like, it doesn't make me want to get a chaser. It just feels like it needs something to kind of, like, General. diffuse it just a smidge. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay, good. Yeah. So this is literally one, the only probably 
Um, yeah, literally the only word we're saying correctly in this whole thing. <laughs> That's not maybe. English. Um, okay. Uh, so the green, uh, one of the stronger sojus in the market at 50 proof. Each shot has a powerful wallop. Despite its modern image, it's far from subtle and leaves behind an equally heavy but sweet aftertaste. I don't know about all that. So those are some of the ones I tried desperately to find. And yeah, uh, I was Gems I was trying to find is the oh, only place I could find anything close to traditional soju, and I'm uh, just not going up there right now. Yeah. Yeah, I was. I was really wanting to try to like shell out. I was trying to find something that was like more than this, but this is this was all I could find in my area. But I was like, fine, I guess it's the strongest we got. But like fifty proof kind of makes me go, yeah, okay, all right. That's, that's some of the stuff we've learned through this show. Is so if you're looking, you're like, oh, well, I'm gonna try this liquor for the first time. What's the most popular brand? And that's not exactly what you want to do. And yeah. we learned these things when uh, it comes to tequila or rum anything you, you don't want to go oh what's the most popular brand that doesn't mean it's the best oh god that yeah means... it's just the ones that gets gets around our the most popular beer is not the beer we like the most popular whiskey uh, the most popular whiskeys not the whiskeys we go looking for not at all no because uh, there's a reason because i don't like popular. the taste of peanuts and uh whatever <laughs> Jack Daniels tastes like it's uh, so something's the most popular because of price and availability mm -hmm. or marketing. And, yeah. And it's not going to be because of quality of the liquor or taste. So that's why I never go for the cheapest or, or I try not to go for the cheapest or the most popular. I, sometimes I have to, but usually look for, you know, something in the middle ground. Like if something, oh, this is the bare bottom price. What's something that's, you know, two notches up from this? Yeah. All right. Um, I am not going to say this next word correctly. Apologies. Give it a uh, shot. Ipseju? Ipseju. Don't know. Seju. Uh, 42 proof. It tastes relatively mild, well-rounded with a light, sweet flavor due to its maple syrup additive. Ooh. That's fine. Ooh. It has a clean and slightly minty aftertaste. Uh, it's brewery based in Mok. South Yola Province was Tell established me, in 1950. I could have just put maple syrup in that. That's interesting. Oh god. Uh, so then the man, I'm just yeah. Like I would say maple syrup though. I like how all of us go. Oh. Mm. <laughs> yes. Uh, so the white uh, available mostly in South Gyeongsang pro Province. Uh, the soju. It's just most oppressive of sojus. <laughs> uh, with 21% alcohol, contains xylitol. Really. Uh, xylitol, honey, and asparagine? No idea. It has a strong alcohol taste, sweet flavor, leaving behind a licorice-like aftertaste, and you lost me there. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm not a huge fan of licorice, yeah, so. No one is. Um, <laughs> I don't know. In college, I was. I, I drank a lot of Jägermeister. Like, a, more than anyone should in college. <laughs> Uh, the next one is Kamsoon, I think. Uh, sure. It, it starts out almost bland, but its alcoholic content at 42 proof is quite sharp. It leaves a slightly bitter aftertaste. It contains an extract from Japanese raisins, uh, which is rich in both sugar and minerals. That's different. And will get you hungover. Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably. Um, I mean, I think most of this is going to get us hungover. I'm I'm gonna drink like a gallon of water after this is over. Seriously, uh, Sipguse? 
No way that's right. Uh, this is the choice soju for the future. At only 19% alcohol, it's a pure soju made in Andong, North Jiangsang province, and is light and mild with a hint of malt. Its creamy texture leaves a slightly bittersweet ta- aftertaste. Hmm. That, that sounds interesting. I don't know. Um, this, one, this next one's just called C1 soju. Like, the letter C, the number one. Uh, this soju originates in Busan and is almost exclusively distributed in south end of Korea. It has the most pungent alcoholic scent of any soju, and its taste is a shock to the palate combined with a bitter chemical aftertaste. That does oh, not sound good after at all. He has a chemical does not uh, does not uh, have a good yeah good feeling for that. Uh, the next one, oh, Andong soju. See, I don't know. I uh, hate I- this font. Is I it, think it's. Is it too? Uh, okay. You know, let's Ilpum? let's try to see. Ilpum. Ilpum. Sure. Okay. Um, I. Look, but, Brittany, I didn't choose this font. I know, and I should really just change the template, honestly. Okay. Uh, but sorry, I was just looking at the chat. It's distracting. Uh, so yeah, the font. Just for the record, like every font that has the capital I and lowercase L confusion, like you can't tell the difference, makes me want to like burn something down i can't handle it anyway so this soju is made in north jansang province starts with a mild malty scent mixed with pungent alcohol odor but it becomes smooth and leaves behind a clean aftertaste it's 51 percent rice and 21 percent alcohol oh i thought that was gonna be 51 percent I- alcohol <laughs> i was like yeah that's oh. what i was thinking i was like oh okay well whatever uh Malguilin? Question mark. Sold and distributed in the uh, Chungcheong region by Sunyang Brewery. Uh, the soju is 41 proof, contains pure oxygen. Hmm. What? Uh, it starts with a subtly floral hint, has a light, smooth texture, but leaves behind a slightly bitter aftertaste. That's That's the oxidation. (laughs) Uh, Tastes like rust. (laughs) Yum. Uh, Hala Sanmul Sunhan Soju. I am so sorry. This soju sold on Jeju Island and in one Jeju Cuisine restaurant in Seoul is slightly pungent at first, but then is mild, smooth, and sweet. Uh, It contains (laughs) 21% alcohol, weak alkaline water, and Mm. a Asparagine, whatever that is. That sounds too much like asparagus to be anything I want. <laughs> Burn it. Yeah, it's a little weird. Um, charm, which is how we're saying that, because that's what it looks like, and it's probably wrong. Distributed by Kumbokju Inc., established in 1957, the soju is based in North Jiangsang Province, has a crippling alcoholic <laughs> odor, but its taste is roundly sweet and leaves behind only a minor shock to the tongue. I know, I know that wouldn't be good. I know that wouldn't be good soju, but the amount of liquor on my shelf that has a crippling alcohol taste makes me go, maybe I'd like it. The crippling alcoholic odor is that that's like very specific. Uh, probably, yeah, it probably smells boozy despite not being Zezu. as much. I guess. Okay. Uh, it's so far back, I don't even know which one was supposed to be Zezu. Uh, probably the the J E. One. 
Oh, uh, Yong Sang. Are you just like, are you telling us the correct one? Or are you saying, wow, you guys are awful? Because it could go either way. I mean, yeah, it, it, it's fine. Uh, okay, so. Smell of a crippled alcoholic. Oh. Ouch. Uh, Poor Lieutenant Dan. I don't know if this is, I assume it's Hite, but it could be Height. I don't, I'm not sure. So do. Oh, okay, you're trying to help. Okay. Uh, found mostly in North Jola province. God, I'm just going to say this wrong. Uh, Hite soju contains 21% alcohol and asparagus. I don't know what that word is. It's bothering me. Asparagus. Okay. Uh, it's one of the mildest sojus on the market. Uh, and it's almost bland in the mouth with only subdued taste of alcohol and sweet flavor. High tea, yeah. yeah. What's the point then? Uh, yeah, I was just like... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in fairness, the ideal vodka doesn't have flavor, but that's like, why you put vodka in other things that have flavor. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just like, why? but I like I like things that have flavor. In fairness, apparently soju works best in things that have flavor. So, so okay, that's not wrong. The revelation: <laughs> we are getting close to the end of this. Finally, the revelation is soju is actually what you should be drinking instead of vodka. Soju, the better vodka. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's less. It does have less alcohol by volume than vodka. However, that just make, means for me that I just pour more soju. It's the quicker drunker upper. Soju. <laughs> <laughs> okay. so All right, last two on the list here. The Andong soju, uh, pure seventy proof soju from Andong, North, North Jiangsang Province, uh, famous for its the Ric Flair <laughs> yeah. sojus. Uh, famous for its Korean traditional soju. Its taste holds nothing back. Almost shocking to the palate, uh, but it has a nice malty flavor and leaves behind a clean aftertaste. I don't know about the clean aftertaste. <laughs> like, just saying that there isn't no, that's one? Not or... Okay. Yeah. At the very least, it, at the very least it'll, it'll leave you like Paul McCartney's grandfather in uh, Hard Day's <laughs> Night. He, it's very clean. Uh. Wow. <laughs> That one was a reach. Uh, so the last one, uh, I guess it says San. It says S-A-N. Uh, this new soju introduced last year by uh, Dusan BG uh, is made with mineral water off that word. Uh, mountains. When did Welsh into this? What? That word looks like it should be Welsh. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, there are seven continents. There are consonants together. That is not right. Yeah, that's, that's seven the... continents together. It's the Pangea of words. <laughs> that is exactly uh, these mountain ranges, and it's plus the green tea extract. Uh, so the soju tastes stronger than most brands with milder tastes. Yeah, I imagine. <laughs> so no, okay, yeah, we're we're at the end of this, and what we're drinking is next. But it's this. It's superior to vodka. Like if if there's anyone who's like, oh, I like vodka, and I'm, I was like. It's no matter Why? what kind of vodka. Oh, I drink Kettle One. You're overpaying. Get soju. You're gonna pay half the price for a superior product. It. Yeah. This was like less than twenty five dollars. Yeah. How much? Yeah. For a liter. Ours was like six bucks. Yeah, because it went well, in. It's a very small. How? What's the size? On and ours is the same brand. I guess. I guess. Do we want to just go? Just, just, yeah, yeah. Just hit Sorry. it. Let's just <laughs> drink with me, friend. So what we're drinking? Uh, so, soju. Uh, yeah, soju. Turns if out. you didn't uh, catch on, we had the Jinro Camisole. Jinro. Jinro. 
I see. I saw that one. It was like six bucks. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I want something a little stronger than that. Well, I so I've got to the point where I'm trying to get alcohol quantities that we're not going to waste it. Mm. And I didn't know soju. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have bought the liter bottle. Yeah. Being like, yeah, we'll drink all that in one sitting. It's not going <laughs> to last. It's good. So, yeah, this is the Genro Chemisul Fresh. Because it's one of the few that wasn't flavored. Hmm. I have to say, the popsicle thing, when it got down to like the more um, concentrated... More popsicle there was. Because <laughs> it, it was that, I don't know, it's it's lime, but it's a very tangy, like, it's not, you know... <laughs> so a lot it's not of, meant to taste like fresh lime or anything. A lot of the cocktails we found, this goes to, uh, back to the tapioca thing, they all called for an ice cream popsicle, melon. An ice cream melon popsicle. Very specific. And then we're like, all right, maybe we can just find some melon popsicles. Not a single melon popsicle. We found watermelon popsicles, but I was like, eh, that's not correct. Yeah, that's not really the same. So I just found... Because that doesn't feel like it's the the right spirit of that. Yeah, Yeah, so I think we just got a pack, and I think mine was tangerine, and Brittany's was... Lime. Lime. And it's just those popsicles with Sprite and soju. Yeah, they worked out really well, actually. And then that's I just kept building, putting more soju and more soju and more soju. Yeah, that's how that works. <laughs> Do you just drinking soju? Uh, uh, yeah, like drinking. We started the before we started recording. We we had we didn't do well. Some of us did full shots, but we just tried the bare spirit just to get an idea of it. And it's just like there's nothing there. It's it's just like drinking ice cold water. Yeah. See, before we got started. I did have more medicinal flavor when I was well, not even a flavor, but more medicinal like mouthfeel when I was doing it. But that's mostly due to I just spent like two weeks doing nothing but Nyquil shots. Yeah. So. Fair enough. Uh, <clears throat> no, I had mine. I first I did basically the the soju driver. <laughs> soju driver. I was trying to think of a good combo where I was like, ah, what's I don't know because I that was the first one that came to my head and I was like. It's not, not, not enough sparkle there. I need to figure something out here. Need some carbonation. And, and it was fine, but it was basically like all the soju kind of floated atop the orange juice. Mm. Uh, so it was like, oh, I'm mostly just drinking soju. And after a while, I'm drinking, oh, there's some water, some soju, and some you know, whatever as it, the ice melted. Then I put Sprite and soju together, and I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah. That's what this is. Uh, okay. I'm liking the chat. The, uh... the Thor. <laughs> I know Thor. <laughs> Thor exclaimed after smashing the first bottle on the floor. Yeah, no. That's Another! Uh, but yeah, I also had the Jinro. Uh, I bought the very large bottle of like 25% al- or 24% alcohol uh, by volume. Which I'm sorry, we're just going to continue to call that the mellow yellow bottle. I'm glad <laughs> I, we did not get that one because ours is only 17%. Mm. I'm feeling it. Hard. Oh, I yeah yeah. I've had that one, uh, like me and Casey had that for the first time I ever had soju. I was like, oh, okay, yeah, no, that'll sneak up on you. That'll that'll kill you. Yeah. That's like I chuck. I just slammed down that first. Like that's delicious, and then poured another one. And halfway through that one is when I went, oh shit, this really sneaks up on you. <laughs> and it's like, no, that's liquor. Yeah. I'm I'm regretting 
Well, I knew I was in for when I did it, but I'm regretting the the grab the whole bottle and drink straight from the leader bottle I was wondering bit about from that. the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> no, I felt it. Chase it with a Meritson. <laughs> do I have do I have a Meritson in the fridge? We'll find out what I have in the fridge later. But but yeah, no, this was this was pretty good. Uh, the the soju driver might be a little better if I turn it into more of a punch. Mm. I think uh, maybe a well stirred. Like I think this thing needs to be done with like large volumes. Like you need to make this into like a punch bowl, which I think they were talking about in the pre-show. Yes. Uh, so that's uh, again I mentioned uh, Thursday night did the cocktail hour with Ritual Misery on their pre-show, and I was told, uh, yeah, you need to mix. Uh, it was pineapple juice, which I had Kool Aid, Kool Aid, with like a gallon of soju. And that, that just screwed you, driver. Screwed you, driver. There yeah, you no, go. Yeah, no, that's definitely better. Okay. That's the name of it. The screwed you, driver. Oh, it works on so many levels. Uh, it. Uh, yeah. One of those levels is not great. One of them is a little anesthetic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're going. I think we're to, done. <laughs> on that note, we're going to end this one and slide into post show. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so don't forget, you, you can subscribe and get some great resources at haveadrinkshow.com. You can follow us at Have a Drink Show on social media and twitch.tv. Uh, you can also tell us your favorite drink, ask a question, or just leave some general feedback. You can use the email address, uh, feedback at haveadrinkshow.com, or use the feedback page on the website. Uh, my carrier pigeons just came back in, so we'll see... We'll see what messages I've got in. Uh, mostly it's just things saying, stop singing, please, for the love of God, stop singing. <laughs> All joking fun aside, we'd like to remind everyone to please drink responsibly. Can't say that loud enough. Yes. All right. Well, you can check us out in another couple of weeks for the next live episode. And remember, of course, to check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash haveadrinkshow. There's also the store. Uh, yes, haveadrinkstore.com. We do not have masks in there just yet, but we have tons of other stuff. We have pillows and phone cases, et cetera, et cetera. So, uh, you can hats, get pillows shirts, with, shirts, yeah. with our animated faces. And on the other side is the Deladders logo. Inside joke. Uh, yeah, so... I need a pillowcase. <laughs> so minor. I literally have some that are falling apart, and I'm like, I need new pillowcases. I know where I'm getting them now. Well, it's like a throw pillow, but yeah, either way. Uh, throw your pillow. <laughs> All right. That sounded worse. Let's wrap this up. Once again, I'm Brittany Lee Walker. <laughs> I'm Justin Frazier. And I'm Christopher Walker, and we'll see you guys next time. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this broker. <laughs> <laughs>